or we could just stage something right now to put at the beginning. Oh, no, we got to be real. All right, there's the beginning of the episode. <laughs> and we dribble it, yeah, yeah. And we dribble it, yeah, yeah. And we dribble it, yeah. We put some shots up and we dribble it. Our ball we know, episode 35. It's eight. It's a hop. And uh, Instagram is on to us, guys. We were going to tell you last week that we made an account, but they deactivated us. It turns out they found out Nathan's actually a robot. But don't worry. <laughs> we, we tricked Help him and got it back. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, okay. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm but, done. I'm not a robot uh, anymore. However, though, we did get an Instagram. Shout out to those of you who have already found us and followed it did actually get deactivated right before the podcast last week mm-hmm. because the day of the podcast, actually. <laughs> yeah. The day we recorded and it turns out they needed What did they have you do? Send in a picture of yourself. Yes. With a number written on it and handwritten on a piece of paper so that they knew that we weren't a robot because apparently we got too many followers too fast. I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're too, we're too lit. They, the man Way was too lit. The man was trying to hold us down, so robot Nate had to step in. <laughs> so uh, Nate is back in disguise. They figured out he was a robot briefly, but now we're good. So I had a short the, circuit. <laughs> the handle there is simple at for ball we know. So tag us and stuff. Hit us up. Let's talk some hoop. Mm-hmm. Want to find out what you guys want to see on the Instagram stats or. Uh, graphics or what else goes on instagram nathan uh models uh, instagram models we can model for you guys that's a no from me <laughs> dog but uh yeah check us out that's at for ball we know food food goes on instagram we can make uh, basketball shaped foods <laughs> <laughs> no comment yeah so um by the way Robot Nate did not say we're recording tonight on Thursday, no, didn't. Thursday, January 17th. I thought if I Damn. might have said that, normal AHOP would have just exploded <laughs> of laughter. That was really hard to not crack up when that happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure people are going to be like, what is wrong with my phone? <laughs> listening to that. I hope so. That's freaking hilarious. Anyways, uh, let's start off the podcast a more normal way or back to our normal ways i should say uh with the kicks of the week and so this week we got who do we got um demar DeRozan. demar DeRozan, that's right that guy over in uh san Antonio. he's wearing the mamba day nike kobe 11 id possibly the longest name of a shoe <laughs> close <I've ever> heard. <laughs> uh it looks like there's a bunch of numbers on these shoes I don't really know what what's going on exactly, but uh, they're see, really cool. I see eleven one ninety six on here. I don't know what that date is referring to. So that's, yep, maybe that's his first game. I'm not quite sure. Uh, him being Kobe, obviously. I see a bunch of eighteens, maybe when he came in the league, kind of thing. Twenty uh, fours on there. Twenty is on there for some reason. Maybe he averaged 20. I don't know, man. I'm just spitballing here. I, I don't know what any of the numbers mean, but they're cool shoes, so check them out. They are cool. I'm sure they have some kind of Kobe meaning. They're uh, 
they're white and then the numbers are kind of in like a cream or like the shoe is in a cream color and the numbers are black with some gold on it too pretty clean so that's that link is in the description check that out if you want to actually know what we're talking about and if anyone can figure out what any of the numbers on them mean please fill us in on instagram Mm -hmm. yeah yeah please please slide in our dms (laughs) we'll try not to ghost you yeah that's gonna be a hard, hard one. Wow. Well, you're kind of rude. Um, in other for ball we know news, <laughs> slide in issuing, our DMs, please. <laughs> issuing out a happy birthday to Mr. Dwayne Wade. He turned even older today. <laughs> oh God! Um, That's usually what you do on birthdays, but all right. <laughs> uh, he is 37 today, um, and he's still second among East guards in the All Star fan voting. But uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. At least, uh, at least it wasn't Vince Carter's birthday. That dude turns any older, he might just turn to dust. He'll he'll probably go out mid dunk. He'll just like die from the strain, but mid he'll probably still post somebody. Dunk. See exactly, dude will be sixty, <laughs> still dunking on kids. Uh, Don't laugh at me for messing up the dock. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyways, whoa, whoa, Vince turns 42 in nine days. Damn. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll see you in nine days, Vince. We'll roast yeah, you. Yeah, facts. All right. Uh, moving on. There's a feel good story this week. Always love a good feel good story. Um, Devin Booker is donating 2.5 million uh, to help. Arizona children and families in need. And I think he's doing this over what, like five years, six years, something like that. I don't know, but good for him. Yeah. He can deal out a little bit of that Superman. I was going to say, he, he might be able to afford it, you know, just put it to him. That's like putting some money in one of those Christmas time, like Santa jars, the grocery <laughs> <Facts>. stores. <laughs> yes. So that's where he's at. Um, yeah. He didn't, I mean, he did that while he was like... injured, which is kind of cool. So he's not like just wasting his time doing nothing, you know? I mean, he's making 32 mil a year, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is a small fraction. But, however, that's going to go a long way. So, shout out D-Book. Keep doing your thing. Yeah. The NBA needs to, like, have more people like him that share their wealth if they, Literally if they can. all of them? <laughs> uh, continuing on, speaking of D-Book, All-Stars. D-Book's not an All-Star because people suck. Uh, Correct. There's another All-Star update this week. They always seem to drop on the pod pod days. So they know it's that, good. That's lit. They know we need some content. So <laughs> here we uh, are. Yeah. Voting ends on Monday night. That's the 21st at 11.59 p.m. 10 per day. Uh, 10 per day. The draft is going to be televised for this on February 7th. It's going to be at 7 p.m. on TNT. We'll remind you, so don't worry about memorizing that. Um, not a ton <laughs> of changes in these recent returns, but... Still a bunch of BS. Giannis is leading the East. LeBron's leading the West. Which is not BS. Not at all. That's expected. However, the third overall vote getter is none other than Luka Doncic. He's still second in the West front court and third overall. And uh, (laughs) I don't know what to say. Why? He's been balling, man. You can't deny that. Yeah. He has been really good. He is not a starting all-star good. Is he an all-star team good, though? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Fair. 
I, I mean, if anything that I'm mad about, DeMarcus Cousins haven't even played a game yet. He's number 10 on the well, front Same people list. voting. Yeah. He's tied with uh, D-Book for vote. Or no, he has more votes than D-Book. Man, people would be disrespecting that man out in Phoenix. I'm saying. Um, other interesting things in that West front court. So it's led by LeBron. Luka is second. KD and Anthony Davis both fell out of the, the top three. KD's at four, AD's at five, and Paul George moves into third in the West front court. It's weird to me that like LeBron is like a consensus number one every year, and KD slid down to fourth in the front court voting. Um, to me, it seems like LeBron's kind of like a shoe in, you know, and so people wouldn't vote for him. And I feel like that's maybe what happened with Kevin Durant. They're like, yeah, he's going to get in because he's Kevin Durant. Nah, LeBron has enough fanboys that stay voting for him every day. I guess. That it makes up for it. But in any event, I think it's interesting that if the vote, if it ended today, your top three front court guys in the West are the, the furthest thing from centers. I know, right? Literally as far away as you can get from being a center. The NBA is shifting away from centers, and it's proven right here. Yeah, so, so much. Besides um, AD. I mean, the fact that he's the closest to a center, and he isn't one at all, and he's all the way down in fifth is is telling. Uh-huh. Um, West Guards, another complete joke of voting. Derek Rose is second ahead of, <laughs> you guessed it, James Harden, um, who we will talk about. A bunch. <laughs> and should absolutely be a starter ahead of Derek freaking Rose. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is what it is, I suppose. <laughs> That's why it's fan voting, I guess. I don't know. Popularity well, fans contest. Are... Mm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, these essentially, I think, with only, what, like five days left in voting, this might just be it right here. I don't know if there's enough room for change. Um. In what particular category? Are you looking at anything in specific? Not really. I mean, they've seemed kind of like they haven't moved much throughout this so whole it, process. The so East just... starters look set. Giannis, Kawhi, Embiid, Irving, and Wade. Those guys are all far and away ahead. In the West, for the front court, Paul George and Durant are only separated by about 100,000 votes. Mm-hmm. That could change, but those guys are for sure. And then Harden is back by 400,000 votes. <laughs> Hey, that's a lot of time though. Monday night, two point seven mil to two point three. Yeah, we'll see. Kemba but... moved up to third, wasn't he? Like eighth or ninth last week? Um, for, I don't know for East guards. I voted for him, so I think my vote helped. Um, I mean, he's he's Pat a, on the back. Me, he's a healthy margin ahead of Ben Simmons. So good should be. Why is Ben Simmons? I mean, I get that he plays point guard, but like. The other night when he had 20 boards, people were freaking out. First guard with a 20-20 game and however long. No, first He's 6-9. He's 6-9. That's not exciting. <laughs> it's expected. Well, it's, not 20-20, yeah, but, you know, at well, least I mean, double-digit rebounds. <laughs> what does he average rebounds, though? Eight or nine? Yeah, he's going to get a 20-20 game. That's not – I don't know. But Speaking of Debo, he just had a three to put the Suns up, two against the Raptors with two minutes left. So, all-star. Mm, Headba- for that single shot headband book <laughs> uh um uh, next we got why'd some you, injury why'd news you do that in melody that was nice <laughs> i was just thinking of a segue and i didn't have one 
and that that was just you me just went to song time. yeah i liked it let's <laughs> okay. keep that going <laughs> anyway. i'll just segue musically every time then yeah yeah um injury news if you followed us on instagram you would know clint capella is out four to six weeks with a thumb injury we're gonna talk more about this later Mm-hmm. Um, we've stressed how important Capella is to that Rockets team, and we may already be seeing effects of his absence. So stay tuned if that's something you're interested in. Also, follow us on Instagram because you already would have known about known about this, known about you, this. You would have known about it. <laughs> it's true, you would have known, feller. <laughs> is that Canadian? I don't really know. You you would have known if you were following us on the Instagrams. <laughs> I, I I think I'm just broken. That was more like Irish, I think. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, oh. <laughs> in bigger news, because he's a bigger man. Well, wait, actually, no, he's not. He might be Absolutely not. He's Ripter. <laughs> oh, perhaps he's full. Uh, LeBron James is cleared to practice next week for the Lakers, which is really big because they have sucked. They have been hor- horrendous without him. <laughs> Nothing short of horrendous. Yes. Yeah. I, I also, don't know. you're right. LeBron like is bigger. Capella is six. Yes. He's listed at six ten, two twenty. LeBron's is like at least what six nine, six nine, two sixty, two fifty, so something ridiculous. Splitting hairs there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Another big news: <laughs> Nerlens Noel is alive. He's a, he's a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> that happened a week ago. That really messed up concussion. Literally, like eight days. And he's just back. He's just available tonight. He has risen. Let's go yeah. back from the grave. I don't even get it, man. That's ridiculous. Congrats to him on not dying. And I'm happy that he's feeling better. I, I don't know if he actually is feeling better, but I'm I'm happy he's, what, back playing? I mean, I don't get how he's playing again. Tonight? Is that? He's available to play on the 17th yes against the lakers i don't think you should do that i think you should probably just sit <laughs> they, out for a month they don't mess around with their head injuries concussion protocol yeah, yeah. cool yeah um no segue to this some nba news and now that we're after after dennis Smith jr stay solid my ninja uh <laughs> dsj dennis Smith jr is rumored to be a trade target and the mavs are shopping him around um, there's been people that saying like with Doncic, they don't really need Smith. However, they've kind of been nice together this season, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like you might need to pick one because Doncic is a point guard and DSJ is a little too small to be a shooting guard. A true two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he can't shoot amazingly well, but he can shoot pretty good, you know, but he's not like a true shooting guard. He needs to run yeah. somewhere. And so Phoenix and Orlando have already contacted the Mavericks the day that this news broke. So they're, they're in that and they're, they're all over it. I think either one of those teams could really use a point guard. I'm just curious what they'd be willing to give up and what Dennis Smith Jr. is worth. Yeah. I mean, this is interesting too, in that there are whispers that this isn't the Mavericks trying to ship Dennis Smith Jr. as much as this is him saying he's over it. Mm, he doesn't want to play second fiddle to Luca. See, exactly. So I could see him going to Orlando and the Mavs getting like Jonathan Isak, I think is how you say his name, or Isaac. But I think it's Isak. I think it's pronounced weird, but it's spelled like Isaac uh, back. Got it. And that'd be good for both teams. The Mavs need a little, you know, someone to go with DeAndre Jordan down low. And that's a nice young player they can develop. And Orlando doesn't really need them, him, because they got, um, I think, is Vucevic still on their team? 
but they definitely got Mo Bamba and Aaron Gordon. <laughs> what? I just think of that really crappy Sheck West song every time you say <laughs> Mo Bamba. It just makes me sad. Yeah. Okay. That song's so bad. Yeah, Vucevic is still on the team. So they're a pretty large team already. They can afford to lose some large guys, and the Mavs need more large guys. And the Suns, I don't really know what they could give up because they got a nice young core right now that could do some damage in the future years that I don't think they should give up anything. The only thing they could do is give up some of their picks because they're so bad. Yeah, and I don't think that Dallas wants to to ship DSJ for anything short of a, a pretty solid exchange, you know? That dude has some value. So I could see the Suns doing like a a first-rounder, but top five or top ten protected. Um, but it like down the line, not this year, because obviously yeah. they're gonna be top five this year. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh further news, the man of the podcast, James Harden, because he's just the teeth. He's been all over the place. The teeth to go along with the beard. He breaks Kobe's streak of sixteen consecutive thirty point games. And he has seventeen and now he has eighteen. <laughs> 18. Um, interesting enough, when he did break this, he broke it with three minutes left in the second quarter against the Grizzlies. Oh, so yeah. Ew. And then that game, he finished with 57, which was his, at the time, third 50-point game of the season. And then? Uh, and then he did some other things the next game, two nights two later. Two nights later. Yeah, uh-huh. that was good. Uh, he, uh, he dropped 58. And then he took the L. <laughs> and he was big mad after that game. They brought a camera all up in his face and he said, like, F that and like shoved the camera away. He was mm-hmm. pissed. I'd be mad losing to the Nets like that too, though. Yeah. Speaking of mad, the fans are often mad about all James Harden's calls he gets and his travels that he doesn't get called. True. And, and the NBA announced this week that they will be live tweeting fans during select games. And this you, is such a bad idea. You bet your ass I'm going to be participating in this. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be such an outcry of James Harden tweets if the, those games are selected. If the NBA was smart, they would never choose a game where James Harden is playing. Because <laughs> some of the things that are called, I don't know how they're going to explain that for him. You know, it's just... This is one of those things where, like... Like I said before, maybe this is like a wake-up call for the refs, right? If they do get roasted, people are going to want to stop looking stupid. Yeah, that's true. Like, I wonder how much of it, of the refs not calling things and calling things they shouldn't be calling is entertainment-based, where the big heads in New York are like, hey, call this this way, that way we get more views or whatever, or more reaction. Um, God, I hope not. And then I wonder how much of it is like the refs are just kind of lenient, you know, <laughs> like because there can there can be definitely be some of that. So I don't know. I feel like maybe the refs have become more lenient as a product of people liking highlights. But I hope that there aren't people saying, uh, just stop calling stuff. We mm-hmm. want them to score points. I wouldn't be terribly surprised. But speaking of highlights, not. Siakam just made an incredible layup over DeAndre Ayton to win the game at the buzzer. <laughs> that's unfortunate update for y'all that for you listening now last night the raptors beat the suns on a buzzer beater which they probably should have beat them by a lot more than two but hey 
things happen. Keep losing, sons. Just I, keep losing. I didn't see Kawhi. I wonder if uh, he didn't play. No, he didn't play. That's probably why. Mm, checks out. Yeah. I don't know. Siakam just took the ball at the top of the key and ISOed. And then DeAndre Ayton came over for help, and he somehow just threw it over his head and made it. <laughs> anyway, Siakam Sounds a like forward. a great performance. Yeah, he's been balling Siakam. And uh, it was a great performance by Siakam. He had 10 and 12. So good for him. <laughs> but Who else had great performances this last week, Nathan? There are a lot of people, Ahop. And we're going to start with your favorite, Luka Doncic. <laughs> God, you make it sound like I really don't like him, and that's not true. You give off this vibe. It's this energy. Shout out Big Crit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good track. Uh, so Luca on the 11th, which was what day of the week last year? Last year? <laughs> last, I believe last it was week. Friday. My bad. It was Friday. Um, maybe even Thursday. It was Friday. Got to get down on Friday, you know? So Luca definitely Ew. got down. He hit a clutch three right in Cat's eye to seal the win over the Wolves. Um, Luca's been doing this all season. I'm not going to lie. He's just been hitting clutch threes. No, he three, has been making big shots. Which is kind of exciting and which is what makes him exciting to watch. And then I think that's why fans vote for him. But anyways, speaking of that kitty cat, the, the very next night, he, he I guess he was pretty angry about getting hit in the eye with a dagger. Uh, he dropped 27 and 27 versus the Pelicans. <laughs> which is, so beast. Like, I want to say it's video game numbers, but I can't even do that. 2K, so I don't even know. I mean, if you played full quarters, you could probably do that. God, that's intense, though, you know? So, it's interesting because he went up against Julius Randle and Anthony Davis. And to do that against two of the better, you know, big men in the league, like, that's impressive. Yeah. Well, unfortunately... Cat's successes were short-lived because <laughs> just a couple nights later, the T-Wolves got absolutely obliterated by the 76ers. Um, I think it was a like a 30-point game. Mm-hmm. Um, Embiid being the ultimate troll after the game, posted on Instagram and said, it was an honor to be part of the third stringers and get a win against real NBA starters. Hashtag the process. <laughs> So RIP to the Timberwolves pride because it can no longer be intact. (laughs) And uh, it's very interesting that that game, uh, Carl Anthony Towns finished with 13 and three, which is one of his worst games of the season. Uh, I mean, at least since Butler left, (laughs) Uh, he was putting up a lot of games like that when Butler was still there. True. So it's just the Butler effect. He was shook because Jimmy ate him alive a couple times in the post. (laughs) Just like he said he did at practice. Yep. So nothing's changed. I think the rumors have now, or like the skepticism, everybody like, what well, did that really happen? It's kind of like, yeah, Jimmy yeah. ate Cat alive. and Well, as Cat underperformed, Andrew Wiggins decided to take over, and he pitched in a mean 12-4 and no assists. So perhaps he's a little rattled himself. I mean, together they're 25 and seven. That's pretty good. <laughs> Whoa. That's like a LeBron off night. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they were all in their own heads about how this game was going to go. Like, oh, we got to come out and just hit him in the mouth. And then they in turn just went fetal position. And uh, Butler's uh, that's how got them in their feelings. Mm-hmm. Hey, Drizzy Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the Raptors, I was just talking about, uh, 
they beat the Wizards earlier this week on the 13th, and Bradley Beal dropped 43, 10, and 15 in two overtimes. Like, that's a sick stat line, but also I wonder how much of that. What was the stats at the end of the fourth quarter, you know? Like, <laughs> two overtimes. You, you make a good point, but. Still, you know, that's still a good stat line, for, especially for him. Like, I think, what, that was his second triple-double of his career or something like that? Yeah, something like that. So, shout out him for, you know, dropping triple-double. Um, but to be <laughs> shattered in the limelight of the, the dubs. Uh, As they tend to do to people. Yeah. The Warriors scored 51 points in one quarter against the Pelicans uh, last night. That was against the Nuggets two nights ago. Oh, two nights ago? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, however, be. last night against the Pelicans, they combined to break the NBA record for threes in a game. Ah, see, that's where I got With 43. That's where I got messed up. 43. <laughs> well, I mean, in the last four games that the Warriors have played, they've won all of them. They put up 146, 119. Oh, what a terrible game. 142, and then 147. And you know who's been a big help in that? <laughs> Steph Curry. He You don't say. He broke an NBA record to go along with the Warriors team NBA record. He broke a player NBA record of three straight games with eight or more threes. Didn't he have seven in one quarter? I hope that's that not game true. against the Pels. I hope, I'm pretty sure he did. I hope you're lying to me right now. No, I think that's right. That's not cool, man. Ugh. I think it was in the third quarter. Talk about having a flamethrower yeah. on your arm. Steph, Stephen Curry goes unconscious. Hits seven threes in a quarter versus Pelicans. It was the third quarter. Well, interesting that he went unconscious and didn't have to go to the hospital. Hashtag Nerlens. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, the OKC Thunder, this was a week for overtime games with crazy stat lines Mm -hmm. this was the night that we recorded last week so this was last thursday the 10th westbrook in double overtime went for 24 points 13 rebounds and 24 assists Mm -hmm. which is ridiculous were they playing uh this was against the spurs where the marcus aldridge put up a cool 56 wow um so that's in double overtime but just to see a 24 13 24 stat line is just how many kind of sh- crazy how many shots did rush shoot um let's find out <laughs> i think that i think that paul george only had 30 which i was a bit surprised by um maybe russ was man. hogging all the shots perhaps <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say that he for sure wasn't because I, I would I'm just ragging like, on him and you're just like, yeah, it could be. You know? <laughs> well, I'm not going to just sit here and be like, oh, he wouldn't do that because he, he would and he has. Right. Well, maybe my computer will catch up and we can find out. But as of now, this is slow going. This is awkward. I don't think so. Okay, we're getting here. Okay, well, while you look that up, I'm going to continue with the... Uh... Oh, I clicked on the wrong game. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> this is so bad. I'm going to continue with another point guard who puts up a lot of shots, but he makes a lot more. Um, Kyrie Irving. He's been complaining as of late. Uh, yeah. So, last Just week, a little bit. Who are they playing? The Nets? Did they lose to the Nets? I don't know. I think they might have lost to the Nets. He was 11 for 22. That's not yes. bad. 
He was 0 for 4 from 3. Oh, that's bad. Anyway, Terrence Ferguson was 7 for 10 from 3. What the hell? Former U of A commit, then went to Australia. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so Kyrie, um, oh, it was against Orlando. He came out after he looked very upset against or- Gordon Hayward uh, for passing to Tatum, and Tatum missed the shot. I don't understand why he was so upset. Maybe he wasn't supposed to pass to Tatum. That's the only thing I could think of. However, he had a quote that came out uh, saying, the young guys don't know what it takes to be a championship-level team, what it takes every day, and if they think that is hard, what do they think it will be like when we're trying to get to the finals? So essentially just ragging on his team (laughs) publicly, which is, you know... Yeah, never a good move. Yeah, usually not a good move for, like, morale and all that. Maybe just some guys being like, man, why can't you just keep this in the locker room, etc.? Um, so, yeah, what what do you got here? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I've said in the past that I felt like the whole thing where he left Cleveland was him being young and kind of full of himself. And I think now, despite him trying to act like he's all grown up now, Mm -hmm. this just goes to show that he's still young and full of himself and is going to blame everyone and their mom. I think it shows that he's not ready for his own team, but he wanted his own team. Well, I mean, and that's going to be a learning curve, right? Nobody is ready for their own team the second they get there. Mm -hmm. It's just interesting that he's complaining after doing this to himself because he had a pretty solid team before he left. He seems aware of that, but nevertheless, yeah, I don't know. But we can can give him credit because he did later say that he thinks that it's partly on him. He should lead better. He wasn't just ragging on his teammates like it's all their fault he's like i can lead better by example yada yada so at least at least he's (laughs) self-aware to some degree yes and then this just came out what today or yesterday yesterday um he called lebron james after their game i don't remember who they're playing brooklyn maybe i think this was this was after they lost to the nets yes so um shout out the nets also for beating the celtics and then houston Yes. Just for the record. Which we're getting to. Foreshadowing. So, <laughs> Kyrie. Uh, Spoilers. Uh, this was at, he called, he announced this after their loss to the Nets, but he did this after their loss to Orlando. He called LeBron. So, he said, obviously, this is something that was a big deal for me because I had to call LeBron and tell him, like, I apologize for being that young player that wanted everything at his fingertips. I wanted everything to be at my threshold. I wanted to be the guy that led us to a championship. I wanted to be the leader. I wanted to be all that. And the responsibility of being the best player in the world and leading a team is something that's not meant for many people. Braun was one of those guys that came to Cleveland and tried to really show us what it's like to win a championship. And it was hard for him. Sometimes getting the most out of a group isn't the easiest thing in the world. Like I said, (laughs) like I said, few are meant for it were chosen for it and i felt like the person to call was him because he's been in the situation so and then he later he goes on to say like he's been with me since i was the young guy and like so he knows what it takes and how to deal with me essentially (laughs) but it was a pretty good quote um again he's kind of like i think he's trying to make it right with his teammates like yo i was like this too just so you know like you know indirectly telling them yeah so I don't know. Take that for what you will, I guess. Um, however, when they did play the Nets, the comment about the young guys don't know what it take, what it takes, 
uh, was heard by Nets fans. <laughs> so Kyrie was at the line <laughs> while the Nets were killing the Celtics, and they started chanting Kyrie's leaving. A little, little <laughs> clap in between Kyrie's leaving. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> yeah. Love it. So, ten out of ten. That's, that's right up there with the Kawhi Trader sign. Yeah, that's that's it's pretty trolling right there. Uh, apparently, this got wind in Indiana because the very next night, uh, Kelly Oubre got the John Wall hates you chant from the Pacers fans. No, he didn't. And then he, I didn't hear about this. And then he proceeded to miss both free throws. R.I.P. Kelly. John Wall hates you. That's so messed up. Yeah. That's good. I don't know where they got that from, but yikes. Um, so, yeah, anyways, back to the Celtics. They're in a th- three-game losing streak as of the 14th is what I put on here because that's when that was happening. I don't know if they're still losing. Let's find out, shall we? Let us let us do this. Ah, they won against the Raptors last night. So they're 3-1 and one in their last – or 1-3 in their last four. Which... Well, their next two are the Grizzlies and the Hawks. So if they lose either of those, they really have problems. But they did just lose to the Nets and the Magic back-to-back, so – well, I'm trying to give them some credit here, all right? <laughs> However, they did only lose by a combined, what is that? Math. Oh, no. Frozen. <laughs> I'm not looking at it. Seven. Oh, no. Frozen. <laughs> Nine oh, points, no. I think. <laughs> in what? Yeah. The last the last three? No, in the Nets Magic games. They've only oh. they lost by a combined nine. One was two and one was uh, seven. So Good. Not terrible, you but... You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I put myself on the spot there. That was bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this 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 whole like Nets thing is so interesting because uh, the Nets they went on to drop the Rockets the next game. I think they played. Yeah, yeah, it was the next game. So this begs the question: A hop. Go ahead. What what question does it beg? The title. Oh, I really ruined that segue. That was so good. Yeah. Maybe you should pay attention. <laughs> I was looking up the nets, all right? Well, Nathan, despite your incorrect usage of the term begs the question, we are forced to ask the question. Jeez. Houston, do we have a problem? What do you think? Does Houston have a problem? They got a problem when they're losing to the Nets when Harden's dropping 58. <laughs> Facts. Um, so to go to the other side of that game a little bit, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie went off. The kick gods have blessed him for his outstanding footwear, and he single-handedly took out the Rockets. Uh, he went for 33 and 10, 13 for 22 from the field, and four for eight from three. Mm-hmm. Big numbers. He was hitting some dumb shots. Yeah, at the end, it was pretty nuts. If you can watch the highlights, go back and watch them. Fourth quarter through overtime was just disgusting three after disgusting three. And a lot of clutch ones. Yeah, oh, yeah. A lot of clutch ones. Um, And there was a guy on his team named Jared Allen who had 20 and 24, so that never hurts. Um, this, I'm really high on this man's right now. He He's a sophomore. He's having a great sophomore season. And he has been a force this season in his uh, paint protection. He has blocked LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Blake Griffin, and now James Harden as of the other night. (laughs) So he's no uh, slump, as they say. (laughs) 
No one's freaking out that he had 20 and 20. Just Ben Simmons. Yeah, right. Jared Allen, a guy that plays on the Nets, not really known in the league, goes for 20 and 20. You think that'd make noise? <laughs> Seriously. Nope, Ben Simmons sneezed. Everybody tell him, bless you. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing with Zion. Oh, God. We started on that. ESPN, <laughs> oh, they just tweeted about him all day. <laughs> Zion walked in today. <laughs> People just troll, too, and they'll have, like, a Duke highlight, and they'll just comment, what did Zion have for lunch? It's awesome. Um, it is pretty funny. Uh, James Harden, though, in this game we mentioned, had 58. He also had 10 boards and 6 assists. Um, I just realized that his three-point shooting has not been stellar. His percentages have not been great. He was 5 for 19 from 3 in this game. Mm -hmm. Um, He also had a 1 for 17 game just the other night. But nevertheless, um, I can understand his frustration going for 58 and still taking the L. But to get back to that initial question of is there a problem in Houston? Uh, We mentioned this Capella injury. And I think we're seeing symptoms of it already. Mm -hmm. Because Jaron Allen grabbed 24 boards on you. (laughs) Facts. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, man. Let's see. So, Lots of stats here. Well, did you change them from when – or did you change, like, the format here? I did. I swear. Oh, my God. I lost – I didn't All believe anything, things. though. Okay. So against the Nets, the Rockets were out-rebounded by eight, which doesn't sound like a huge number, but their average on the season, they're a minus 1.2 differential. So that's obviously a large deviation from the norm. I think more significant here is that against the Nets, they were outscored in the paint by 30 points. That's 77 to, I believe, 47. Um, so then I think it's easy to say, Oh, but Houston doesn't score their points in the paint. They shoot threes. Yes, fine. They are 28th in the league in points in the paint, but their differential on the year is minus 11, not minus 30. (laughs) Um, Minus 30, it's going to be hard to beat anybody getting outscored like that in the paint. Um, And then to go back to the game before the Nets, they played the Grizzlies. We all know how (laughs) – how Nathan feels about the Grizzlies. Um, they are not great bag of trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Memphis is the last team in the league in rebounding. And yet they out rebounded Houston by six and they outscore Houston in the paint by 18. So I think just looking at these two games, you know, your, your average differentials are just getting blown out of the water against not good teams. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Is this something we will continue to see? I think until Clint comes back, they're not really going to have a guy step up. Yeah. And this it might not be as bad, but it's still going to be them in a negative uh, rebound against opposing team. You know, they're going to be, I don't know, 20 a game and the other team's hitting like, 30 <laughs> like yeah. it's not going to be pretty they're not going to be getting like two but you know it's you have to rebound the ball eventually <laughs> so to look forward to to some games they have with uh capella expected out for another what is it three to five Quick weeks note, now i could definitely mm-hmm. see harden having to step up there too since he's you know scoring all their points and assists he might just have to get triple doubles every night like westbrook <laughs> Interestingly enough, Harden is averaging, I think, six and a half rebounds a game, and he's their second leading rebounder after Capella's 13 a night. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, he's going to have to get 13 a night now. 
So looking forward on the schedule for Houston, as far as getting beat in the paint and not having a big man on Saturday, the 19th, they play the Lakers. They have Embiid and the Sixers coming up next week. Um, they play the Raptors, who are kind of a middle-of-the-pack team in the paint, but mm-hmm. definitely attack the basket. They have Anthony Davis at the end of the month, uh, the Nuggets right after that with Jokic. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, that's all we can really say. Uh, I hope they do well because I, I want to see them go against the Warriors in like a conference finals and have like a good series, but it's going to be hard to do without your rebounder, but he should be back. What is it? Six weeks. Yeah. Hopefully I mean, he after the back. all-star break, he'll be back. Yeah, Hopefully he comes back the same though. You never know. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I think as far as seeing the Warriors <laughs> down the line, as soon as he's back, they're going to, they're going to become who they were again. And I mean, they've been missing Chris Paul for so much Him time. Against Boogie would be interesting. Definitely. Yeah. So look for this as you, as you watch the Rockets and see as things progress, I definitely think that they're going to keep hurting until Capella's back. Mm-hmm. Sweet. And not for them. Yeah. Sweet for us because now we got hip hoop coming up next. Yay. Woo. All right. You don't sound very enthused. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> It was kind of flat. I was thinking that that's why. Um, yeah, we know it takes a lot of brain power. So you go ahead and do that. You know, some days more than others. So <laughs> for him poop this week, uh, continuing to try and bring some diversity in my artists this week, we have a tribe called quest. If you haven't heard from them, do some hip hop research. This album is called, we got it from here. Thank you for your service. This came out in 2016. Um, and this particular track is called Disgeneration, featuring Busta Rhymes, since he's still around and rapping and doing things. Um, some background on Tribe. They are a squad of producers and MCs. This is Fife Dog, Q-Tip, Ali Shadid Muhammad, and Jarobi White. Um, Talk about a tribe. <laughs> yeah, they, they got some cool names. Um, so they began as a group in the, in the 90s. Their first album actually dropped in 1990, and their last was in 1998, at which point the group split up. They each pursued solo ventures. It sounds like it was just a product of young guys not being able to coexist mm-hmm. in all the fame and kind of all wanting their own own kind of thing. Um, however, Fife Dog passed away in 2016, and shortly thereafter, the group announced uh, they were releasing this reunion album, um, which came 18 years after the last album, which is pretty ridiculous to think about um regardless though these guys are some of the ogs in the game um i think really one of the last groups of of rappers that could coexist the way they did and and work together so well and so many of the and i say in parentheses good rappers today cite tribe as a major influence on them Mm -hmm. um this is the the kendrick's the coles uh, for example, J. Cole on his track Forbidden Fruit, he samples a, a track from Tribe and he shouts them out all out by name. Um, likewise, on this track, Disgeneration, Tribe shouts out a lot of today's rappers. Q-Tip specifically shouts out uh, Joey Badass, Earl Sweatshirt, Kendrick Lamar, and J. Cole. He calls them the gatekeepers of flow. Um, however, back to some actual hoop stuff. I'll drop the lyrics for you guys, run through them. Uh, yeah, that's what I got. Let's do it. 
box with a capital G, ball in the beat, status Chris Paul or John Wall in the league. I threw that little intro in there just because the intro of this beat is just so cool. Um, that's kind of how the whole album feels, too. It's, it's pretty chill vibes. But he says right there, handle rocks with the capital G, ball on the beat, status Chris Paul and John Wall in the league. And that's unfortunate because both those guys are injured. Um, but to talk about that a little bit, capital G is going to be as in the abbreviations PG or SG, point guard, shooting guard. So as is obvious in basketball, these should be the guys who are handling the ball the best. And so comparing themselves on the beat to to these guys who handle the ball the best, he's just talking about their expertise um, on the rhymes, both creating the beats and rapping on them. And as per usual, this is, can also be taken as a drug reference because apparently that's just the thing to do in hip hop. Um, the usual for ball we know mentioned that we do not do <laughs> drug use. However, we will not judge you for it. Um, so rocks, uh, math ruins your life. I I will not argue that (laughs) because I think that that's true. Um, (laughs) so rocks, uh, could be construed as crack rocks. Um, and G obviously means gangster. Um, so capital G would just be, be me, would just be me, 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 would just mean like being a real G, uh, and then dealing drugs. Cause that's a cool thing to do. Um, and then status Chris Paul and John Wall in the league is just naming a couple guys who are considered elite point guards. What do you think? Are those two elite? Um, yeah, I'll give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Paul is um, probably a Hall of Famer, so Gotta for sure. And John Wall has the greatest high school hoop mixtape of all time. Yes. No cap. Gang sign John Wall doesn't mess. <laughs> Shout out. That's also true. Um, and his shoes are pretty cool. Um, true, but. That is this generation from Tribe Called Quest. Pretty simple this week, but um, check out some of those old school Tribe Called Quest albums. They are definitely uh, staples in in the rap game. It's something that probably some of your favorite rappers have listened to and have really influenced them. So, true, good stuff. Hey, shout out Tribe Called West and shout out A Hop for that. A, a Tribe Called West Quest, bro. Quest, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking West Brick, so I don't know. Why you always got to do this? <laughs> Why? Anyways, uh, we're going to move right along to the football we know. <laughs> Man. Uh, this We're, we're just going to be honest because we're organic at this podcast. We're open with our fans and our listeners. Uh, I mean, listeners, we don't have any fans. Uh, so we forgot about this part of the podcast. <laughs> Well, and we realized after the fact, Nathan realized after the fact that we probably should have dropped some knowledge on y'all about Capella here, um, Mm -hmm. but you already got that knowledge, so we'll drop some more other knowledge on you. Yeah, and speaking now, I probably should have just edited it into the podcast later, or, you know, at the end later, but that's just more work for me, so we're just going to run with this. Um, A-Hop and I are going to choose who we think is the most our most underrated player in the league and why. Oh, God. I think you're going to choose, and I'm going to agree or disagree. Do you want to do that instead? Dude, I can't, I can't think on the spot like that. I got to do research. Okay. Um, there's so many. Like, I could choose Jared Allen right now if I wanted to. I'd make an argument for it. Him, not it. He's a thing. Or he's not a thing. He's a person. <laughs> um, I found this article and it was interesting. They have number one, Dwayne Dedman. I think that's wrong though, just because but, he was relevant for a little bit, but now he's not doing so well in the Hawks. The problem with, with this though, is they have some like weird objective 
like, metric like super advanced stats that no one has ever heard of they're because they aren't advanced stats they're super made up stats that's what they should call them because it's just so contrived but Dude, what for josh richardson or no for everybody they have page views rank bro that's what i'm saying they got some weird broken this is garbage just come up with your own person i don't like this <laughs> okay i'm gonna go with tyler johnson of the my you're like I know who that is right now. Yeah, right? I don't know who that <laughs> Thomas Johnson is. Tyler Johnson. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, Thomas. <laughs> I I'm all over the place. Tyler Johnson. Okay, tell me about him. Of the Miami Heat. This dude, I've been on this man's for a while. First of all, he's a lefty. Shout out. Um, this year he's averaging 11 points, two and a half assists. You know, steal a game, Lit, bro. But he's also shooting thirty-eight percent from deep and forty-three percent from the field altogether. So, you know, he's only started four games, but I think he's an up-and-coming guy in the league. He's been in the league for uh, I don't even know how long. He's only twenty-six, so it's probably six years. <laughs> uh, five, five years now. He was undrafted. He went to Fresno State. Um, he he had more of a outcoming when Dwayne Wade left that one year. That was kind of mm, yes, the yes, year yes. he took over him and Deion Waiters. Seems like now he's kind of came back a little bit, but I still think he's underrated just because for one, like A Hop doesn't know who he is, <laughs> and two, my bad. Uh, I don't know, man. Like I just like his game a lot. I think he's one of those guys that's a really traditional point guard, and just looks to pass first but he can also fill it up he, he's a very good shooter obviously i just said he shoots 43 percent, 38 from deep and most of his shots are three-point shots so that makes sense and uh yeah i think he can be good for miami in the future i don't think he's gonna be like ever be their guy but i think he could be maybe like a like a darren collison type player Darren Collison. I respect Darren Collison, bro. He can hoop. Him or like a George Hill, you know, guys that you know their name and you have to be afraid of them, but you're not going to, you know, disrespect them by being like, oh, it's just some no name that's coming off the bench. So for sure, that's kind of my argument for him. Check him out if you have, if you don't know of him, like Ahop doesn't. Uh, Yeah, definitely don't. If you don't know, most people probably don't. I just learned you. So you're welcome. And uh, yeah, what do you think All right. about that? You it's hard to have an argument. You don't know who the who the man's is, but I changed my mind. I'm not going to talk about your guy. I'm going to pick one. Oh, there you go. Right on. I was I was doing some extensive research in those in those few minutes. So yeah, I talk a lot. Here's, here's what that's I got. I have a podcast. I mean, that's yeah, that's <laughs> good reason. Um, so little do probably most people know that. At 29 and 15, the Indiana Pacers are third in the Eastern Conference oh, currently. I know you're choosing. <laughs> and I am going to go, unfortunately, with the Gonzaga product. Oh. DeMontis Sabonis. Okay, that's a solid pick. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, it is a solid pick, I know. So uh, Sabonis. But is like, probably. Screw Gonzaga. Anyways, continue. <laughs> agreed. Sabonis is probably one of the best performers this year that you have heard nothing about um he's averaging 15 points just under 10 boards on 62 percent shooting from the field as well as almost three assists this is a guy who's 
good for a double-double every night. He's had a few nights this year where he has shot 100% from the field, including a 12-for-12 yeah. 12 12 performance. I remember that game. It was gross. I think we talked it about cr- it. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Um, I mean, he gives you 25 minutes a night. He can score the ball. He's really improved as a post player. Mm-hmm. He sets screens. He can shoot the little mid-range jumper. Um, he just really does everything that they need from him on Indiana. Um, I think if you get a chance to watch them play, you should really look at this guy. He's he's so much more integral to everything they do than it would appear, than you would expect. He can pass as well, which has been great for him working out of the high post, for giving Oladipo something to bounce off of as far as creating his own offense. So that is my pick. Most underrated like player right now. I like Demontis it. Sabonis. He, he's a guy that's underrated and like should be known because he's good. My guy's kind of like underrated and up and coming. So a little taste of both. Um, hey, I like it. I like it. It's, it's interesting. Devontis Sabonis, uh, his, he's, this is his second season, and he's averaging for his career only on 23 minutes, 10 points, 30, 34% from deep, and 50% from the field. That's pretty freaking good. Oh, and 6.4 rebounds a game. Like for a second-year guy, those are incredible numbers. Usually, For sure. usually their three-point percentages are low 30s to high 20s <laughs> just because, you know, it's a little adjustment coming into the league. But, yeah, DeMontis is a, a demonster, so shout out him. And he was part of that um, Oladipo Paul George trade, right? Yes. No. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it so. Was, it was George in exchange for... Oladipo and Sabonis. So, I mean, honestly, if you're the Pacers, that is a freaking great trade. <laughs> yes. Paul George wants out. He's going to leave anyway. You secured Oladipo, who's been playing out of his mind. Um, and you get Sabonis, who I think is 22. Yeah, something like that. Something young, because all the guys in the league have an average age of like 19. Yeah, he's... <laughs> He's 22, and he's freaking good already. So, yeah, just another little off-top-of-my-head kind of thought. Cool. So that's this week's episode. It's been real. It's been fun. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. At <laughs> Furball We Know. That was piss-poor effort by me. Yes, Furball We that's Know. That's usually what it's like from you. Yeah, so I'm going to stop putting our tags probably in the description and just put the football we know tag. Cause They're on the football we know also. That's true. Um, that's football we know. That's football we know. <laughs> Dang. Real Nate just and one more Robot time. Nate's here. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, the football we know page, the only two people they're following is us, and that's it. Maybe We, we maybe should we be should easy follow, to find. Maybe we should follow the NBA or something. Be clever. I don't know. Here, so here, here's my idea, and I haven't run this by you yet. I'm thinking. Oh God, this is off top. All right, here we go. It's off, off dome. So tell me, I'm thinking. Uh, episode here. We can follow the NBA. I think that's a good idea. But I, I'm thinking as we have guests on the show, we follow them. Oh, we're having guests. Announcement. We're having guests. <laughs> We've been planning to have guests. We didn't tell the people, but now the people fight know. me IRL. Only the Catch people who listen traffic, after the end bro. of the episode. These are the people we want to know. I want the smoke. Follow us on Instagram. If you have suggestions, you think that there's someone who would be great on the mm-hmm. show, 
you have a connection to an NBA Ooh. player that we can interview, or just like a top college player, not even a top, just a college player, a quality college player. I mean, we can interview him for NCAA. Yes, you know, do you magically NCAA know a really is hurting for content? So help us out. Do you magically know a rapper? Does he want to be on hip hoop? I don't know. Maybe. Facts, Holler no printer, man. Facts, no oh, printer. You've been waiting to say that the whole episode. <laughs> You're trash. He wanted to name the episode Facts, No Printer, guys. I mean, from all we know, just spits facts, no printer. So I don't know what you're talking about. Omarion. <laughs> Anyways, let's just Omarion said it first. We talk into the rest of the night and no one listens to this episode. Uh, they already listened to the episode if they're hearing this. No, I, I just mean that so they don't listen to like four hours of us just bickering at each other like an old married couple. They know where the end button is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And for Nate. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. On that note, we are going to end. <laughs> and uh, it's been a great episode. Like us. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts because we lit. Also, um, make sure you subscribe so you see when the episodes drop. You won't. What time do they drop? Uh, 6.45 Pacific time because screw the Eastern clock. Wait. Isn't it 5.45 Pacific time? It's actually 4.45. I went the wrong way. 4.45 Pacific time. I went the wrong way. Sorry. I'm in a different time zone, so we out you. And I'm an idiot and never remember, but this time I did. Yeah, I'm so far out here. I'm actually back in here. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm gonna get out of here now. Uh, you should, we'll see you in episode 36. And I, you won't see them. We'll, we'll hear, we'll, we'll talk to you. You'll hear us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to you later, fellas. Uh, it's been real. See ya. I'm yours. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm 75 and still alive Like, damn, it went fast I know somewhere up above my father's having a laugh Every lesson that he told me adding up like it's math And every time I'm looking dumb cause I ain't listening to the man And now I'm thinking, man, where my legacy at? As I'm staring at the child of my child on my lap And it hits me all at once, man, this is where it at I said, son, go get that bond, let me show you who you are I said, this is my legacy, I leave it for you And it's something that's a part of me, now a part of you too And it's more than just a game, and it's more than just a sport If that ever truly is a sign of God, it's a proof It'll teach you how to work, how to love, how to lose All the dedication needed to be the man that you choose I'm leaving it for you so you can be the better man I handed in the rock like I put the world in his hands And now he's dribbling, yeah, yeah And now he's dribbling, yeah, yeah And now he's dribbling, yeah He put some shots up and he's dribbling